player 2 has joined the game. Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 167 of the two-player co-op podcast. As always, I'm your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How we doing? Good. I'm surprised I remember how to do this. It's been a while. It's been a while. Do we ever have an episode where we don't sing that? Uh, not many. So you, you're saying that it's been a while since we didn't sing it's been a while. Since we didn't sing what? It's been a while. It has been a while. Yes. This is the first time you're seeing us. This is the two-player co-op podcast where every week we usually butcher some lyrics and I butcher tone and music in general and keys and all that other stuff. But we also talk about video games and we try to get together just about every week. It's been different the last few weeks. To tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games, if you like that, make sure you go to youtube.com slash two-player co-op. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and it's been a while. <laughs> hit the subscribe button, share the video with your friends, family, and everyone in between. Um, if you do listen to us on audio services around the globe, you should also go to youtube.com slash two-player co-op. But if you are on audio services around the globe, maybe we should just order two more of them instead of one. <laughs> No, it's good. I don't, it's just, it's fine. If you like audio services, and I know Sean does, give us a five-star review on those services and make Dustin start proud. Thank you guys so much. Uh, if you really like us, you can go to patreon.com slash two-player co-op, just like our producer, Steve Appleton and Aunt Sue did, as well as our affiliates, <laughs> Logan Wilkinson and James Solar, and our two-player co-op partner, the homie, Matt Mitchell. It cracks me up every time. I know, and it always will. If you like merch, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two-player co-op. And every once in a while, once in a while, every once in a been a while, we'll twitch over twitch.tv slash two-player underscore co-op. We've been gone for a while, and it has been a while since we got back together. Uh, I think it's been almost three weeks. I think tomorrow would have been three weeks. It's been, yeah. Um, but yeah, we've we've been busy. We have been busy. Also, rip my poor Apple Pencil cap. Poor little pencil. I don't know. Hopefully I find it. I'm quite sad. Yeah, me too. You'll get over it. it this was like nine bucks on Amazon, and it comes with a cap and a new, with the, the, the cap holder and the cap. Oh, okay. You get a replacement thing that you lost, and you get and this thing, so it doesn't thing. happen again. Okay. Um... Yeah, we've been gone. Uh, if you're wondering, hopefully you saw the update video slash audio feed thing that I did. Uh, Sean went out of town. He went out of the country for a week, got back. I went out of town, out of the country also <laughs> for a week. Um, before that, things were crazy. And that's where we've been. Um, I'm going to be gone next week. Yeah. Again, out of the country. So we've got a couple of pod qu podcast questions here that the homie James Solar submitted. We'll get to them here in a minute. But I plan on just doing a solo podcast next week. So there it is. <laughs> it's more like <laughs> it. So I'm going to be asking you all to help me get through it. Uh, so when I put up the doc sometime later this week, hit that with any questions you got. Do you want to use Solar's questions tonight? Or would you I do because they, them? Okay. They, they apply to what we were just tweeting about. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, before we get everything else, uh, the last two weeks, though, we didn't leave you with no content. We put up a Let's Play on how to start The Legend of Zelda on the NES. Fun Let's Play I did by myself. It's one we've literally been talking about for like a couple years, I would guess. Yeah. Um, but it's basically 
you know, Logan, I hope you watched it. You know, I know you said I was out there doing the Lord's work, but I hope you watched the Lord's work as well. Um, basically, Zelda is incredibly obtuse. And if you don't know what you're doing at the beginning, you might just get the sword and go to the first dungeon. That's not how you should play The Legend of Zelda. So I just put up like a 25-minute Let's Play to show you how you need to grind, how you can get the magical shield, the white sword, and the blue ring all before you even ever step foot in the first dungeon. So you're completely OP for that dungeon. Wait, get what? What did I say? I don't know. What did you say? <clears throat> magical shield, blue ring. Oh, magical sword. shield. That's probably what you said, but I heard magical sword. And I'm like, hold up. <laughs> no, that would be impossible because you need 12 hearts to get that. Uh, so check that out. Also, we did last week, we finally put up our first return episode of Versus. We did Castlevania 3 versus Castlevania 1. I don't know why I said them in that order. <laughs> that was weird. Uh, I'm also tired. I'm still jet lagged a little bit. I'm Every night now around this time, I'm like, Oof, and we got to record it two took episodes me, tonight. So I went through at least three, maybe four nights of not very good sleep. Like I just couldn't sleep through the night. On night four or five, I just popped a. It's my foot. It's my foot <laughs> on the new. I, Thank you, Patreon. Popped a couple of Zequil, mm-hmm. slept Done. like a rock, and that like that was enough to like reset me. Okay, so. Oh yeah! By the way, Shakira apparently was wearing her outfit from Zootopia. I saw that. I think That's it's a bit of just, a stretch. It's they're just both red. red. Like she doesn't have the sequin red. dress. The top is different. It, she's wearing red. The the caribou, the gazelle, whatever it is, doesn't have the red armband right. things. Yeah, that, I, I'm glad that popped up because that's what I wanted to show you. Um, something's going on with Twitter right now where polls aren't showing up, but we did put up our poll for this month's episode of Versus. We've got, I got to go by memory since it's just, there's no poll anymore. Oh, that's weird. It's weird. But then like links and stuff, something's wrong with Twitter because links aren't working right now either. Poor Link. Poor little Link is. Uh, <laughs> so we're, we, we brought back... Uh, you can only do a poll with four on Twitter. So we did X-Men versus X-Men to the Clone Wars on Genesis. That's winning right now. Tiny Teens, Tiny Toons, Super Nintendo versus Genesis. Turtles, Turtles in Time versus Reshelled. Oh, Tiny Toons is in second place, but it's coming up. And then the fourth one, we added Streets of Rage 2 versus Final Fight 2. And I kind of felt, felt bad about that because you only have so many characters in an option for the poll. So I had to go SOR two versus final fight two, but I would assume anybody that would vote in that would know what SOR two is. If I'm saying put it up against final fight two, probably, but, but if I did street, if I could like streets two versus final fight two, that's too many characters. Like the only way I could do it was SOR two. Cause I don't want to do something versus FF two. Cause they're going to be like, they're going to compare streets of rage and final fantasy two. This is the weirdest poll ever. Yeah. Um, but those are the choices it's going up through, I think it's up through Friday, so you have plenty of time after you see this or listen to this to go over to twitter.com slash two-player underscore co-op and put your vote in for the next episode of Versus. Um, yeah. Uh, so the we're, we're recording this Monday night because the Super Bowl was last night. What would you think? It went. It was weird because it went from a good game to kind of seeming like a blowout Back to a good game and then a blowout. Yeah, like it went from like a good game to a two-score game looking like it was over to all of a sudden a very tight game, then on to a two-score game the other way and being, oh, it was just really weird. Um, I'm happy for Kansas City. I would have been happy if it was San Fran. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was fine. It was better than last year. Yeah, that was I one of the worst back, Super Bowls I've ever seen. I went back... And not because New England won. It was just not fun to watch. 
all the way to Super Bowl 25, <clears throat> which is the first one I can really remember, and went through. That's wide right. Yep. And I was trying to figure out, did the team I was rooting for win? Over That's 30 Super Bowls, which is weird. Oh, my God. I am exactly 15 and 15 in really? terms of my team that I wanted to win winning the Super Bowl. I just thought that was odd. Yeah, I wanted KC to win, but I wasn't like, like I said last night when everybody's over here, it was like I was 51-49 for KC. Like, I really just wanted a good game, and we got an okay game. Like, I thought it was going to be a really good game. And it's, I actually was thinking about this today. Yeah, I can kind of compare it to Batman versus Superman. Of course. And what about Metal Gear Solid? Not Metal Gear, no. But, but it'll make sense with, like, Batman versus Superman, overall, a fine movie. This game was fine. But there are some, there were some moments that were spectacular. But it didn't all add up to a spectacular game or movie. There was, I can't really, I guess the biggest moment is the pass to Tyreek which was like a pop fly they do that pretty much in every single game like last year also nothing the year before that you had the Philly special the year before that well or not Welker Edelman's catch yeah the year before that you had the the strip sack of I think it was maybe even a touchdown was a strip sack fumble touchdown of Cam that what's his name got Vaughn. Or maybe it was just a very deep in their own territory turnover. But like that kind yeah. of swung the game. 49, you had the pick at the end that sealed it. 48 was just a blowout. But like there was no big moment in this game. No. Now, if Jimmy would have completed that pass to Emmanuel Sanders to that retake been, the lead, yeah. that would have been like an all-time. Th- and he had him. He just didn't he make had a good throw. He just overthrew him by he just got yards. The, That was just adrenaline, I guess. I mean, I'm sitting here on my fat ass, but – you got to make that throw. You have to make that throw. Yeah. And I was disappointed that he didn't make it. Like, I wanted them to score, and I wanted Mahomes to have to go down the field to at least get a field goal. Like, that would have just ratcheted it up again. But. Yeah, I didn't want Kansas City to win badly enough Yeah, to where I was happy that that play was not made. Right. Even though I wanted Kansas City to win, I wanted that play to be made. Like, like I don't... I'm not that much in favor of Kansas City to where I'd rather just see it come down to the wire. So I was hoping he made it, but oh well. Yep. So football's done. That sucks. And Eli retired. Yep. While we were not on the air. All right. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, But, yeah, we weren't on the air, like I said, because we've been traveling around the world. Sean, how was your trip around the globe? Mine was In general, I know you didn't play nothing, but. Yeah, yeah. Mine was weird. I've never, I'm usually, whenever I do my world travel, I'm like on the fence, like I'm kind of looking forward to it, but I'm also like dreading it. This time I was just straight up dreading it. And I don't know if it's because my travel plans got kind of screwed up and I had to travel internationally We directly. did not get coronavirus. <clears throat> yeah, we're good. But I did have a dream. One of these jet lag nights, I woke up and was like, oh my God, Jess, I was at the hospital and they told me I have an 80% chance that I have the coronavirus, but I didn't want to tell anybody because I didn't want to like be quarantined. But then she's like, well, if you've got the freaking virus, they already know. And I was like, no, they don't know. I, I wonder know. if anybody, it just seems too easy. Like if you drank one too many Coronas and you woke up hungover the like, next oh day, you'd be like, oh, God, I got the man. coronavirus. I definitely got the coronavirus <laughs> after last night. All right, um, but I was just not looking forward to the travel. Like, 
And I don't know if it was because Brittany and I went to the airport and then had to go our separate yeah, ways. It's super, yeah. And especially in Orlando, it's like you take the tram and we're on different trams. Like we're in different sections of the airport. Okay. And her flight was, you know, maybe like an hour before she left and it was a few hours before I left. So we went our separate and ways. Like, and then nope. I was just like, this sucks. I'm yeah. alone. I don't really, uh, it's just terrible. Then once I got there, it was fine, but I was... It was one of my shorter, or probably my shortest, definitely my shortest um, international trip so far. It was just a week instead of, it's usually two. It was fine. It was nothing special. Um, I had always thought I wanted to see Switzerland in the winter just because, like, I feel like that would be beautiful. It wasn't that great. There's no snow on the ground. Like, we're not up in elevation or anything. There's no snow. It was cold. It It was very, very cold. No snow. I was just like, this was not what I had played it up to be in my mind. So, I don't know. It was fine. Yeah. I'm glad to be home. I went to England for my travel, and I was actually traveling the day that we found out about Kobe. And I was, if you follow me on Twitter, you know, I was sitting in a Chili's restaurant in the airport, three beers in, waiting for my international flight, just bawling my eyes out sitting there at a table by myself because I went through all the emotions of this. This isn't real. It's a hoax. This seems like it's real. Oh my God. His whole family was with him. No, nobody was with him. Oh my God. No, it's confirmed. One daughter was with him. Are you kidding? It just absolutely broke me. Um, which I, I don't even know what else more there is to say. It's just absolutely. I still don't think it's really hit me. Like it's weird when I stop and think like, wait, Kobe's dead. He's gone. Like, it's not possible. What? Right. Like, and at this point, I'm like, maybe it'll never fully hit me. But like, it still doesn't seem real. Well, it's like I was telling, I think I was telling you at dinner the other night that like, it was so weird for me because there's no uh, ESPN over in the UK. So everything was confirmed. I got on my flight at 4 p.m. to fly to England for eight hours. And then it was like, I didn't even get to go through the whole and this is a weird thing to say, but we're sports fans. I didn't get to go through the whole grieving process because I couldn't watch Golik and Wingo. I couldn't watch Get Up or First Take or Sports Center or anything to just hear people give. I had to just look at Twitter and like yeah. watch videos when I wasn't in meetings for 12 hours a day. <clears throat> so then getting back here and finally catching up and then seeing LeBron's speech Friday night and then hearing, like I know we talked about that they did the Paul Walker song at halftime. I'm like, oh my God. I, it's just, it's just, crazy and if you're seriously <clears throat> if you're out there going yeah equal colorado blah 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 who first off you don't even know what you're talking about you just remember headlines from 10 years ago that says he was a rapist stop come on like i'm not saying when somebody dies you don't bring up the bad parts but like come on like if you did like a little bit of research you would know a lot more about that case and i'm not saying for sure he was innocent but to just go out there and say, oh, I'm glad he's dead. He's a rapist. Like some people I saw on yeah, Twitter and stuff. I'm like, you are, you need to check yourself big time. All right. That's enough, Kobe. That's too sad. I don't want to talk about it. But on the flight, I, I played for almost the entire eight-hour flight. It was about seven and a half. We got there a little bit early. I played a game. I'll talk about it here in a little bit. But you can't guess what it is. Um, Got there at six in the morning their time midnight here so i was kind of awake but i was also like oh my god this has been a long day luckily i was able to check in at the hotel early and then i was like well crap now i went from being almost passed out in the uber 
too wide awake. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going to like get my clothes out and iron everything. Oh, the iron that we had in the room, for some reason, it had like, a, it looked like a tractor beam or something. It had like a flashlight on it, but it lit up like probably, it would have lit up this entire room if it was dark. It was <laughs> that bright. Here yes, get rid of our that, shadows. Get rid of the shadows. We're going to work on that. Um, I finally ended up taking like a nap for four hours and it was the best. I mean, you can't, at that point, you can't even call it a nap. I bet I was up for like you basically 24 slept. hours. Yeah, yeah, I slept. I woke up after four hours, had enough energy to get through the day, had a bunch of meetings and London's London. It was cool, but I wasn't really in London. I was 45 minutes to an hour north of London. We went into London one night and it was fun, but it was really like, okay, we're going to walk around, see all the sites and we're going to go get dinner. I'm like, wow. Like, I didn't have a chance to stop at any of the, the souvenir shops or anything. I assumed there'd be everywhere, especially in the airport. They weren't. I had to go to, like, a bookstore to, to get the boys and, and Jess presents and stuff. And wow. Eliza. So that was weird. But on the way home, I was like, I've already beaten the game, so I don't want to talk about that. I mean, I, I'll talk about it. I don't want to play it anymore. I was like, I'm just going to watch movies. So I watched Infinity War because I haven't watched that in forever. Like I was telling Sean... I don't know that it's just trying to come because before I watched Endgame, Infinity War was up there like way, way up there. And I think it probably still is. I just think <coughs> Endgame, it's hard to compare anything to it really. And maybe that's why. But it seems like Infinity War in my eyes has dropped a few pegs. Maybe it's just because it is just really part one of a two part story. I, I don't know what it is. I had fun watching it. And it's the first time I've watched it in probably over a year. Uh, so I watched that. I watched Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. It's only the second time because I saw it in theaters. I got the Blu-ray but never watched it. I've watched it here and there. Like the boys, I don't think the boys ever watched it because I was like, this freaking Indoraptor, it's, yeah. it's it's barely PG-13. This this is freaking terrifying, especially if you're a little kid. All this stuff with, with Maisie, the, the little girl in that. Um, I don't know why it gets such a bad rap. Like I'm not saying it's as good as the first Jurassic Park. It's easily, in my eyes, the far and away the third, third best, best Jurassic yeah. movie. It's it's Park, World, Fallen Kingdom, and then a big drop-off to Lost World, and then a big drop-off to Jurassic Park 3. But I had fun watching it. I was like, I'm watching this, and I'm like, this isn't... this. Why Why do people hate this? Like, It's a different kind of Jurassic movie. It was directed by Jay Bonet, by Bayona, who is a horror director. Like, That's what he does. My, I think my thing about it is... Yeah, it's not bad. I would say it's good or at least in that okay to good range. What I will say is it is about what I had expected. When I heard they were bringing Jurassic Park back in general, it's about as good as I was anticipating Jurassic World to be. And then once World blew it out of the water... It was so, now all of a sudden I'm like, I'm a believer. I want this whole trilogy. This is going to be awesome. And then this was fine. Yeah. And so I think it was just kind of a letdown, but it was only letdown after how good World had been. Yeah. If World had been that good, I would have been like, okay, well, that's cool. At least Jurassic Park is back. This is fun, whatever. But after World was so good and then you go to this, it's like, eh. Yeah, and it's it'll be interesting to see next year when Jurassic World 3 comes out, whatever they're going to call it, <clears throat> what trilogy do you think is better? Because Jurassic Park is far and away the best. But then Lost World and Jurassic Park 3 suck. Jurassic World, really good. Fallen Kingdom, not as good as either of those two, but definitely better than Lost World and 3. I think if 3 is at least as good as Fallen Kingdom, then it's the, the whole trilogy is better. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. Yep. Um, I also went back and watched, like I told Bernardo I was going to do, Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows, just because I hadn't seen that 
in I guess probably at least two years or something. Not as good as I remember it. Really? Still fun. I love I absolutely love Bebop and Rocksteady in that movie. I I think the thing I don't like that much is how Shredder was just a spoiler alert. They're just like they get to the end, it's like that okay, you're gone. And he doesn't put the helmet on until the very end. And then it's like, nope, okay, you're not even part of this final fight. I'm like, what what the hell? And all he had was the blades on his like they went from like Mecha Shred like Metal Gear Shredder in the first movie with just blades everywhere and he's just got an exoskeleton and all this crazy transformer stuff to just a dude, which I like that they humanized him, but it's like there's a happy medium there where he should still have the shoulder pads and he yeah. should like but I like I, I still like that he's not a bumbling idiot like he was in the cartoon. Uh, our cartoon. I say the cartoon, I mean the original cartoon. Like Was he? He was like he was like he was an idiot. It was cranked really? behind everything. If you go back and watch it, I've got him on DVD. Not all of them, but I've got quite a few. He was like a bumbling huh. idiot. I don't remember that. Um, but you it was, know who? It was still fun. You know who voiced Krang? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's Brad Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody loved Shredder, <laughs> uh, but it was fun. Again, it, it's. I, but I do still say it was like a cartoon come to life. I still when when the when the turtles are jumping and they land and it goes thud. I'm like, why did you make them four Incredible Hulks? Like, I love yeah. the interaction with the four of them. It's not even the nostrils that drive me nuts. I got over the the style. Yeah, but they're yeah they are too big. They're not. How are they ninjas? Like, they're so gigantic. I mean, they're turtles, too. I know, but it's like, I don't know. There's nothing discreet or anything about them, but I, I still love the interplay between the four. I don't. I think overall it was a better movie than the first one, for sure. But yeah. it, it doesn't have that elevator scene, which still, it, it's randomly sometimes I'll just pull up the elevator scene from the first movie, and it's just so freaking good. It, it like, it yeah. encapsulates, encapsulates all four of their personalities and how they play off each other. I just, I loved it. And Raph was like, okay, fine. And Leo's like, okay. It was, it was so good. Yeah. Uh, but I screwed up the order. I actually watched Infinity War last. What I watched the first movie on the way back was finally everybody stop freaking yelling at me because I watched Thor Ragnarok. And? So this came out the same year as uh, Justice League, like two weeks before it. It was... Was it really? It was November 17, yeah. Wow. This movie is... slight. I can't even do a straight face. This movie was really freaking good. And the immigrant song is yes, like perfect. Hella is a hella good villain. I had to. Sorry. She's awesome. I love even like the opening with Thor like, "Oh, it's kind of like I bet you're wondering how I got here." And then yeah. he goes and he fights all the demons and stuff and everything. And then it's like he go and I was like, and then they did the play. I'm not going to spoil cuz I don't know how I didn't have the, the the play in the beginning when Thor goes back to Asgard. And I'm see, like, I had total. I mean, I remembered it in the movie, but I don't remember. I had forgot. Yeah, the the cool. Part. But I was like, that doesn't seem like Odin. This is weird. And then you see who's in the play, and I was, I like, I'm sitting on an airplane, so I couldn't. But it was right. It was before we had taken off, so I I still had my phone not on airplane mode. So I texted my buddy Rasan. I was like, Oh my god, blank. blank. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I cannot believe he was in this. Um, but it was so the the movie was fantastic. It was so good, like. I know the first two Thors aren't like this. Like they've they've clearly nailed Thor's character with these last three movies. Um, yes, 
And it's so funny too because like I loved like I said Infinity War, but like Infinity War just picks up and they're on the ship and I'm like, why is everything blown up? What the hell happened? Like I don't <laughs> think I even watched the uh the deleted scene or whatever. Not the deleted scene, the post credit scene that leads into Infinity War. So I was just like, Well, we're here, okay, and Thanos is wrecking stuff and he stabs that guy. I don't even know who that guy is, and then he kills Loki, but they thought Loki was already dead and whatever, and it's like, Why is Thor so sad? about Loki dying and then you see the movie and it's it was just so good Goldblum was Goldblum yeah like he was just Goldblum but it's I don't know anything about that character in comics and stuff but I would hope that he nailed it like I to me what yeah I don't is, I mean yeah. he's just like ooh, oh it's on my, it's on my shoes <laughs> oh gosh like he was full Goldblum and it was so it was so good I'm sorry it took me over two years to watch the movie but I did watch it it's Awesome. It is better than Batman vs. Superman. I agree, but I'm shocked to hear you say that. Well, I mean, come on. I would have to, it, at some point, I have to take, I have to, the act has to stop. And yeah. I have to just call take, a spade take a spade. The L. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's way up there in my MCU ranking. Like, I think I might like it better than Infinity War. That might just be because I've only seen it once and I've seen Infinity War like four or five times. I don't know. See, I love Infinity War. I'd be shocked if it's lower than number three for me. I love it. I think it's awesome. And that is despite the fact that the ending, I was never one of those people that was like, oh my God, like they just killed half of the end. Like, I don't They're know anybody it, that's guys. watched these yeah. movies. Yeah, how could you? How could anybody like believe that Superman that was... at the end of, at, at the end of Batman versus Superman? I'm like, well, that right. was too early. Like, that was stupid. The dirt's moving. Like, so, I mean, despite never ever once believing <clears throat> that that could be anything near permanent, I still love the movie. Yeah, it's definitely Endgame is number one for sure. Yeah, I think number two is still Winter Soldier for me, and then it's kind of like. When you when you get into for me Infinity War, Homecoming, Ragnarok, Civil War, I I would have to think really hard, long and hard, how I rank them, and then Black Panthers up there too. Like the, the number one and two for me are pretty set in stone. The others Infinity War is yeah. probably three, and I kind of think Ragnarok would end up four above Homecoming. Yeah, and then home. Well, God, I don't know. Michael Keaton was so good. One of those would be four. The other one would be five. Then Civil War. Then Black Panther. And then after that, I can't remember what else I've seen. Yeah. But I'm glad I finally watched it. Y'all can stop yelling at me. Seriously. I never have to hear it again. It's awesome. Oh, by the way, it's cool. Disney Plus lets you download movies um, like Netflix. Except, Oh, I hadn't thought I hadn't tried that yet. I wonder. It seems like you can download anything. Whereas in Netflix, it's only movies they let certain, you download, which yeah. is so stupid. Um, so shout out to you, Disney Plus. <clears throat> And then I got back home and I've been jet lagged for the last three days. Oh, so speaking of that, kind of, what else I've done is before my international travel, went to Disney World, went to Galaxy's Edge. Ah, yes, that's right. And it's everything I wanted it to be. I kind of wish it was, what is going on? How have I never seen those before? What would that be? The books? No. All the action figures. Oh, they just the Have kids you had those. They, I think they were in that box right next to it. Those are the different ones. Like you can get. 
no, there was a couple that we went to the Disney store in at the beach one time. That's where he got all the Star Wars figures. Some of those are also the Disney Infinity mixed in there as well. Oh, okay. And then he got the the figurines for Endgame as well, which I can't tell if any are over there. No, I think that's all. That's all Star Wars over there. But yeah, that's Disney Infinity mixed with like a a twelve pack of all these. Just they're on. They're kind of like on. Yeah, it's. I've know. got a similar thing of Marvel. Yeah. Um. But anyway. I kind of wish Galaxy's Edge was a little bit bigger. I mean, what they did is unreal. But of course, I mean, no matter how good it was, I'm always going to want more, that kind of thing. Like make your own lightsaber and stuff. Well, they have that. Oh, they do? I thought that was only in California. I considered doing it. And in hindsight, I'm glad I didn't because it was like $200. Well, I mean, you've bought two wrestling belts. Well, that's true. And honestly, I, I am glad I didn't do it. But the only reason I didn't do it is there's no way to get it home. Like uh, it's not like the cheap toy lightsabers where it it like telescopes. Yeah. It's just one solid yeah. you know, beam. They'd be like, uh, sir, so I'm like, I can't I can't get this home. Yeah. Plus I would have had to send it with Brittany <laughs> or I could have had it You'd shipped have have home, it but it probably would have paid like fifty dollars. Yeah. I mean, just right. I'm not doing it. But I went in to see where you can do it and it was pretty cool. Um I'm pouring water. But when we were waiting to get in, I'm like, I hope, like, if I go in there, like, I'm wanting to go in there and just, as much as I can, kind of lose myself in the moment and just be like, I'm I'm in Star Wars. Right <clears throat> now. And it felt like that. Like, it was so cool. Um, I... Rise of the Resistance is the best ride, attraction, thing, whatever, that I have ever been on. I still don't really know what happened. If you're planning on going, I guess I'm going to spoil the ride for you, so fast forward like a minute. But you go in to this like transport ship kind of thing, and you're, you're outside. You go from like being outside in the park... To being like inside where the queue is and then right before you get on the ride you're back outside in this kind of like walled off area but it's open sky above you and there's this like transport thing that's kind of going into like a mountain almost and you go in it and I think it's just kind of yeah so you're there's like a screen and like animatronic um, I, I don't think it wasn't actually um it's a trap. What's Akbar. his name? Akbar, but it was one of his species, whatever. And there's like a screen and the whole thing like moves and shakes. So you feel like whatever. And the whole thing, I don't remember what the story is, but basically you're captured. Um, In a trap. <laughs> by the Empire and whatever. And um, all of a sudden you open the door and you go back out. But when you leave the ship... You're on like a, 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 what do you call it? Battle cruiser? Not what are they called? Star destroyer. And I'm like, what happened? Like I, I went out the same door I came in. That's so weird. Why was I outside before and now I'm inside of the star destroyer? And the thing obviously didn't move. Like you can tell it's. It doesn't move. It's not on a track. So the only thing I can think of is maybe during all the shaking, whatever, maybe it did like a 180 
to where you walked out and you're basically inside of like this mountain and inside they made it look like a star destroyer but like there's no way the thing moved but you go out the same door you come in and when you go in you're outside and when you come back out you're on a star destroyer it's the weirdest thing um and then they make it like you know there's a lot of just stationary stormtroopers um but then there are some stormtroopers and other characters that are like part of the act and the whole thing is they're going to like um what's the word Shoot. interrogate you okay and so that's when you end up on the actual ride portion of it and people you haven't even gotten to the ride yet no Holy it's this crap. whole thing then you sit in this car the, i mean car this you know moving yes. thing and well I, i'll show you the video later i don't need to play it while we're recording but oh not the empire it's first order i don't know why i said empire okay um i don't know it it's just i it took forever to get on this ride so you need to when you get there you have to like check in on the app i heard that because my boss went to disney uh right over new year's so jason you have to like 5 a.m or whatever when it starts as soon as it opens as soon as the park opens you gotta get in there so jason everybody's cell phone towers are getting jammed and stuff so jason went a few days before we did and he got boarding group 16 and he got to go park opens at one he got in at like i think 11 or something uh no i don't think it was that late it was like one no Park opens at seven. Okay, I may have said one. I don't know. Yeah. Park opens at seven. Yeah, I was like, wow. <laughs> I think his boarding group got called at like maybe nine well, thirty or ten or something. Yeah. So we did it right away, right? Seven o'clock. Boom! We got in. Boarding group thirty nine. Holy like, crap! Come on. I'm like, whatever. They got to sixteen in like two hours, so they'll get to thirty nine by like one yeah. o'clock or so. So when your boarding group's called, you have, I think, an hour, maybe two hours, probably, I think, an hour to get there. I hope you get a notification or something on your phone. You're not having to listen to them say, well, I don't know because stuff went wrong. Okay. So it got to, like, boarding group 32 or something. And we're like, what do we do? Like, we, we've already eaten lunch at this point. We've walked around the park. We've seen everything. We're just waiting for our boarding group to be called. And it's just not moving. It's stuck at 32 or whatever it was for like, it eventually got to be like an hour. Oh my gosh. So we went over there and it turns out the ride had broken down. We're like, come on. So then we went out of the, out of galaxy's edge and we're just in Hollywood studios and we're like watching it. And finally it starts moving. I'm like, let's go. So we get over there and we go, we're like, where, where do we go into the ride? And the guy's like, what's your boarding group? And we're like 39. He's like, Oh, uh, it's broken down. I'm like, what? Like again? He's like, yeah, it just broke down. I'm like, at this point, I'm losing my patience. I'm like, we're not going to get on this. Yeah. I'm like, so we're just hanging out. We just hung out right at the front and we're like, we'll give it like an hour. If this thing doesn't open an hour, we need to just leave. Yeah. So after about 30, 40 minutes, they finally opened up and we just went and we were like the first, once they opened back up, we were basically the first ones on. So we eventually got to go, but I was so annoyed, that, especially the second time. I was already annoyed the first time it broke down. The second time I was just like, this sucks. Like, I'm just so over this and whatever. And then the ride was just right. So completely worth it. Uh, absolutely. Worth, like a hundred percent worth it. It's, 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 yeah. 
more, I wish, I think more, and I think that's where amusement parks will continue to go in the future. Obviously, not everybody has the, the budget of Disney, but like when you just have something like at Six Flags, like Superman the Ride, oh, it's a roller coaster and you put an S on it. Like, what does this have to do with Superman? Yeah, the more like interactive. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God, it was so much fun. There's another ride too. Uh, uh, some Smuggler's Run. It was fine. It's, was that based off Solo or something? Kind of. It's like you're, you have six people. You have two pilots, two gunners, and two engineers. And it's another one of those like simulated things where the thing is just moving and whatever. But like the pilots, to some extent, are controlling it, but I don't know how much. Yeah. And the gunners are like, you're trying to shoot down TIE fighters and stuff, and the engineers just have to hit buttons <laughs> as like things, you know, to like repair stuff. That was fun. But my God, Rise of the Resistance was the coolest thing I've ever done. Speaking of losing yourself, because I forgot to say about this, one of the nights when I got a little inebriated, on the train ride back from, yeah, it was when we went to London, we did the the mini golf thing, which I won, by the way, out of 12 people, of course I won, Um, at a place called Swingers, weirdest name ever, but you swing (laughs) a golf club, but still, why would you name a place Swingers? Whatever. On the way back, lots of beers in, and they did have IPAs over there, luckily. We start playing music on the tube. Or no, this wasn't even on the tube. This was on the train back to Watford in the, where we where we did our smart pack. Um, everybody's playing music. And then somebody decides to bust out Eminem, Lose Yourself. And I'm like, you only get one. And I, they, there's a video. I don't think I ever sent it to you. There's like a minute and a half Wait, video. Wait, so where was me. this? On the train. Oh, on the train. Okay. Somebody's just holding their phone up. And I'm like. Like from your group or like yes. random strangers? No, oh, our okay. group. And I just went for it. And I was like, you can tell I'm definitely had a lot to drink because I'm losing. Yes, I'll send it to you. Okay. Where I'm losing, I'm like forgetting You're where I am. losing yourself. I'm losing my religion in there. And I'm like, I, I'm forgetting the words. I know they're Mom's taping spaghetti. me. I, I got through that. And then it's like, I start laughing. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. But that just made me think of it. When you said lose yourself, I was like, I got to bring that up. So that's our world travels. It was fun. I don't want to leave again anytime soon, though, because I missed my family. Podcast questions. We got two from Solar. The first one says, I recently played Uncharted Drake's Fortune and Uncharted 2 Among Thieves for the first time. Uncharted 2 felt like a huge step up in quality. How would y'all, mostly Kevin, rank the games in the series 1, 2, 3, 4, and Lost Legacy? For me, you're right. It is a... It's Let me do mine. 2, 1, mm-hmm. Two over one is a huge jump. It's like when I brought up like Watch Dogs 1 to Watch Dogs 2, what I hope Jedi Fallen Order 1 will be to Jedi Fallen Order 2. Huge jump. Assassin's Creed, I always just hear people say that. I haven't played them. But Assassin's Creed 1 to 2, etc. There's not that big a jump, the rest of them. For me, my ranking, it's never going to change, I don't think. But it goes 4, 2, 3. Those are all at least a 9 out of 10. And then 4, 2, 3... Lost Legacy 1. And Lost Legacy was still good. I think I said when, when I played it, it was like, it's an 8, 8.5. But the first Uncharted is just, it's not that good. Like, I, you uh, did you beat it when you played it? Or did I just say, no, you've gotten far I enough. Stopped, it's yeah. not that fun. Just play 2, and 2 is much better. Um, But yeah, all the rumors are saying that Sony San Diego, known for MLB The Show, is working on keeping Uncharted alive. And... I'm not going to say what I think that could be because this guy eventually will play four, I hope. 
You need to play four. Watch the cutscenes of three. Just play freaking four. Just play it. <laughs> this is we're gonna. I'm gonna get mad later on too. But you got to play four. It's so good. Uh, next question. Kevin mentioned on Twitter that he was going to try Hellblade once he's done with Concrete Genie. I'm curious as to whether you were already planning to play that next or if you took my recommendation very quickly. Also, I know you've always, you're always on the hunt for more Platinums. I've got a lot of work to do this year. If the trophies are the same as the Xbox One achievements, I would say it's very manageable, maybe like 12 hours. James, um, no, I had already bought it when they did their sale, like over Christmas break or whatever it was. It was on sale for 15 bucks. And I just said, I, I know I want to play this. Logan freaking loves that game. It might have been his game of the year for 17. And I've heard nothing but good things about it. I want to play through it. And, yes, it is a very manageable <laughs> platinum, which is one of the other reasons I got it. It's pretty much if you just... It's it's a collect, it's a You beat the game and get the collectibles, but the collectibles aren't that hard to miss, and I think you can go back to chapters. Aren't if, that hard to miss? They're hard to miss. Okay, sorry. Um... But I think you can do like a chapter select after you beat it and go back and clean it up. So it's an easy platinum. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing it. Thank you, James Solar. Sean. Yes. I heard a I little, beat Bloodborne. Okay. He's just going right <laughs> for it. Sean, how did you beat this game? So something about this game, I don't know. What made you want to go back to it to begin with? I don't remember a couple times. There was a couple times that I don't know if it was mentioned. I don't know if we started talking about it. I don't know, but like I mean, Ernie was streaming it for a while. That was definitely one of it. Okay, but there was something else. There was that, and then something else. You know, there's two separate occasions where I was like, "Man, Bloodborne, I need to play that again." And then this last time was just like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it." Freaking game. So I got into it. I loaded up my old save at one point. I think I got to like level 71 or 72 Mm -hmm. i was not quite as far as i was on my first save but i was level i think 62 or 63 so i was a little bit i was trying to judge it i think by the time i got caught up to where i was in my first save i was probably like level 75 or so okay but it's weird because i don't feel as though i think i wasted a lot of time the first playthrough of like grinding and then losing my blood echoes and grinding and then losing them. Yeah. I didn't die nearly as... I mean, I died a lot, but I didn't die nearly as many times this playthrough. Um, so it's like I don't feel like I grinded as much, but somehow I still wound up ahead of where I was on the other one where I was grinding. Uh, it was kind of weird. So maybe I just didn't waste as many blood echoes. Um. Early on, I struggled with Father Gaschione. I don't know if I had to, but I did call and help to yeah. beat him. Um, and then who was the other one? Vicar Amelia, maybe. There's one other boss that I'm like, I'm. I don't even know. Ring the bell, call yeah. and help, and destroyed it. But then after that, um, there were some boss fights where I was able to. I don't know how this happens, but like I was able to call in. Like a, maybe it's if you're playing online versus offline, mm-hmm. but it allowed me to like call like a computer like player to help me instead okay. of an actual person, and so that helped with a couple bosses. But I really didn't struggle that much. Um, How bad was the final boss? The final boss was. I don't even know what it is kind of tough so i got the quote-unquote true ending 
So the worst ending, it's almost like the end of, God, what was it? Streets of Rage 2 or 3? Yeah. Where you're just like, okay, I'll join you. <laughs> you lose. <laughs> so it's not quite that bad, but if you say that, you don't even fight the boss. And it's just like, okay, and boom, you're already right back into New Game Plus. The better ending is if you refuse this offer, then you have to fight this person. The best ending is you have to collect, there's three, it's it's disgusting, three pieces of umbilical cord during the game. <laughs> and if you consume, I don't know, you use oh. them. I mean, he doesn't literally eat them, but you consume the item, you use it. Yeah. And then you refuse, you fight the guy. And after you fight the guy, because you did that, there's like one final boss uh, okay. so i beat the boss but it was tough and i'd use all of my blood vials to get past it right and then i'm like oh god i have no i can't i had one left so i could heal one time against like the final final boss and i got him about halfway but then i died i'm like oh god like i this is gonna be tough i'm like let me try one more time so i went in and I saw, I realized that you get to just start at the final, final boss. You don't have to fight oh, okay. the other boss again. So I'm like, oh, well, I can beat this guy. I got 20 vials. Like, I'll beat him, no problem. And sure enough, I did. It wasn't, like, easy, but I didn't, I wouldn't say I struggled with it. Um, So I didn't do everything. I don't know. You probably didn't even get far enough in this game. But there's no. all these um, chalice dungeons where you can, based on, like, random collectibles you can get of, like, an eyeball and such and such blood and a slug and all these things. You can like mix them together to make these dungeons, like optional dungeons. Mm -hmm. And that's where like, I think they're like super duper hard, probably like, like the, the Valkyries, Valkyries and yeah. stuff I'm guessing at the end. Um, so I didn't do those, but I did all the regular in game, but optional bosses. There's a couple areas that sucked. The final area of the game, I'm like, I don't know if I can beat this because A, it's super tough and B, there's this thing where like you're, you're going into like this castle on some, I guess a castle and there's this light coming out of it and anytime you're not behind like a rock or something, you're constantly just getting like stabbed out of nowhere and your health just, it's just like constantly going down and it was just brutal. So I eventually got to the point where I got past that initial part but I'm like, I'm, I'm out of blood vials. I can't heal. I've got a lot of blood echoes. I don't want to lose them. Yeah. I'm like, so do I run back and just say, screw it, I want to level up? Or do I say, I've made it this far. I don't want to have to go through all that crap again. Do I try to just make a run for it and try to get to like where I can create a shortcut so I can get back to okay. the lantern? And then next time I start, I can bypass all this crap. So I did that. I had all these items that I never used. There's like these blue potions or whatever that kind of sort of gives you invisibility, but not really. Like people can still see you, but you're, it's like you can get closer to them before they see hmm. you. Um, so I just kind of took off. I looked up a map so I knew exactly where to go. Yeah. And I just took off running i'm like please don't kill me please don't kill me i'm like dodging all these enemies god, and i sounds horrible oh, oh god it was, it was so stressful but i eventually got to where you can get on this elevator and take it down and you're back at the lantern so once i was past that i'm like okay i'm definitely going to beat this game now but the beginning of that 
area, I'm like, I, I really don't know. I think I'm done. Like, I don't think I can get any further, or at least without doing a lot of grinding. But once I got that shortcut, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm in the home stretch now. You were in the end game. But it is, it is so much fun. It's like I finally get it. Even when I got as far as I did before, I don't feel like I really got it. I think I was just doing well enough to get by. I'm no expert by any means, but like I, I, I just get it. I get better how to how to dodge and when to use what weapons and just how to play the game in general way more than I used to. Um, so much so that I have already started new game plus. So the game scales. So I think you can go all the way up to like new game plus Plus, six. Oh my God. And then it stops getting harder after that. But what I've read is, so like I'm back in like central Yarnum. And when I go back there in my original game or when I did, you just look at you're killing everybody just one hit boom even like the big troll guys one hit okay so now new game plus it's kind of back to how it was in the beginning stuff though is it a real you keep all of your leveled up all your weapons all the stuff you've all your blood gems and all the stuff you've done to like power up your weapons you don't have all the shortcuts open you don't have all the key items you don't have you know stuff like that um so the enemies scale but I wouldn't say so what I read online is the beginning of the game you notice that scaling way more than at the end of the game. Okay. Like the beginning of the game, I don't know if they're trying to say it's even harder than your first playthrough in the beginning and then it levels off or if it's just it's still easier than your first playthrough but it's a much the enemies relative to you are stronger in the beginning of the game. Like you notice it more in the beginning of the game than yeah. you do at the end of the game. Cause you're leveling up even more. Right. Yeah. But I'm like, I beat cleric beast on my wow. first try. Wow. Because it's weird. It's like you have all your stuff. And like when you beat the final all boss, your blood vials I started the game with like 250,000 blood echoes. Oh, so you're like judging. But no, because oh, you, because you can't. Right. You need you to have get to, to the boss. Die. So when you get to the boss, you get one insight. And that having that one insight is what triggers the doll to come to life. Okay. However, when I started the game, I had like 70 insight or whatever. So it should be alive, but it wasn't. So I guess they were going to make me go to the boss, get that one extra insight, die see the cutscene with the doll can you get but then i got to go back to cleric beast and i'm like i don't want to risk losing these two hundred fifty thousand. Oh, you don't lose your echoes you when you die the first no time. you lose them but that's what i'm saying i don't want to risk i got to go back and get them okay. so that then i can go back and actually level up so again i think maybe because i was playing offline it allowed me to call in a computer player mm-hmm and it was Father Gaschioni. Nice. <laughs> so he came to my aid, and I'm like, let's just, I'm going to see if I can beat it in the first try. And I did. I mean, Father Gaschioni helped quite a bit, but, and he died, but hmm. I had gotten Cleric Beast down to maybe like a third health, and I was able to finish it off. So then I could finally go back and level up. But just before I came back over tonight, I got to Father Gaschioni, beat him on the first try. It was kind of hmm. tough, but like I beat him on my first try. So it's definitely. Now it seems more like a typical, the difficulty's like, it's more like that of a typical video game now in New Game Plus. Like it's easier than the first playthrough, but it's still Well, you also know how to play it now. Well, too. there's that yeah. too, yeah. But 
I looked into the trophies. I was going to say, do you want to know where you're at? So what I screwed up is there are three trophies you get for the three different endings. What I should... So if I really want to get the platinum, I need to beat the game again. This one about living through the hunt and seeing another day? Yeah. That seems, sounds like one That's of the, the crappy okay. ending. Okay. Then there's the other ending, and then there's the other ending. Okay. So in hindsight, what I should have done is saved it right before the end, get made the like ending. a backup yeah. save of my save, go and do the one ending, load up the other one, make a backup of that, go get the other ending, load up the other one, then go get the then other beat ending. beat the game. But now it's too late. I can't go back. So now I need to beat the game to get the other two endings. Ugh. The hardest thing... So basically the only trophies I'm missing are the other two endings, get all the weapons, get all the hunter tools, tools and then the other one is beat the final, 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 final optional boss once you go through all these optional is chalice that, dungeons. Is that Yarno? Queen Yarno. Yeah. That's going to be tough. That's the one that might give me fits. Everything else, I know I can hey, do. Hey, if I beat Sigrun. <sighs> yeah. I'm sure. I think I could probably do it. But now I'm like, I, th- I would think it would be everything in general seems easier. Yeah. It seems like it's going to be easier the second Well, how long through. did it take you to beat it? 25 hours or something like that? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I don't, I don't think remember. That I don't long. think it tracks your time. Yeah, I, I don't remember seeing it anywhere. Okay. I would not think it was that long. Probably more like. 15 to 20 somewhere in there okay. um so i don't know i might try to get the platinum i feel like that would be my crowning achievement if you I think <laughs> so bless you <coughs> there it is um i don't know this game is awesome and i kind of want i know uh you know christian was tweeting to me yeah. about it anybody out there listening tell me I feel like, I mean, you don't want to hear this, but I'm kind of in the zone now, and I kind of want to know what else to play. So well, I've never played Dark Souls 1, 2, 3, Demon Souls, none of those. Sekiro is pro- what I would say I would love, be Sekiro. I love Bloodborne. Now that I get it, I love Bloodborne. What is If I love Bloodborne, having never played any of the Souls other Souls games, what should I play next? What's the best one? What's going to be the most like Bloodborne? The, the reason I say Sekiro, first off, Colin is convinced that, and apparently some other people are, that what uh, Blue Point's actually working on is Demon Souls, that it's almost guaranteed. I'm like, well, that sucks. The reason I don't think you should play any of the actual Souls games is, from everything I've heard, again, comment below, let us know, because I don't know what I'm talking about. I just go from second hand. It's so, the combat... And it's like gonna slow sound. and yeah, plotting. it's not yeah. as well. I guess fun. another big thing in at least Dark Souls, I don't know about Demon Souls, is like shields. Yes, you don't even have a shield. You can get a shield, but it's worthless in Bloodborne. Bloodborne's more about like dodging, dodging yeah. and parrying and stuff, which is what Sekiro is that too. Really? Yeah. Well, that's like know. thirty-five on Amazon now. All right. I don't know if anybody out there yeah. knows. Let me know. I may have to look into it a little bit. Um but I'm I'm itching to get more Bloodborne type games in my life. So, but yeah, beat it. Um, you know, actually, one that's also similar to it, but it's more. I think they say it's more like the souls born of walking is uh, Death Stranding. <laughs> is that Play what the they freaking say? game. <laughs> Play the freaking game. Seriously. 
I did just, you see the dude that turned his treadmill? Yes. Did you see this? I'm like, what? How do I'm people struggling think of because this stuff? it's just like I, I will say this. It's you so tough for me. Like, I would much rather play five hours of Bloodborne than five hours of Death Stranding to try to get to where it starts. You to couldn't be more have fun. picked a worse game to play before going back to Death <laughs> Stranding. Is what I was when you That's told true. when I saw you tweet there. So I was like, shit. He's well, plus never the other this. thing with. Uh, what do you call it on PS? Well, we'll get to that later. I kind of want to dive into that. PS Plus. Oh, yeah. I want to play that. Too. So at least the first one. I don't know about the other two. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's out as you're watching this. Go download it. We'll talk about it later. You don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. So, Sean, you haven't played anything else. That was it. Because you say, I know you told me off there, you didn't uh, get a chance to even play your Switch on your yeah. travel. Yeah. I think, honestly, I think that's all I've played in the last three weeks. Okay. Um, I did play when I got back from, I almost said vacation. That was not a vacation. I played Concrete Genie a little bit last night. If I wasn't on my quest to get to 50 Platinums this year, I think I would have already given up on this game. Like I've said before, like I have to make myself, it's kind of how you are with Death Stranding, except <laughs> Death Stranding is a much better game. Concrete Genie, I'm just like, it's a good story. It's emotional. It's about bullying and all this other stuff. But the game's just, the game itself is not that good. This like, sounds very much like Death Stranding. It controls like, the, the biggest it sounds thing exactly for, like no, <laughs> Death Stranding controls great. It, it, it really does control really well. Concrete Genie, it's like, because so much of it, and I know you can use the right stick, but the painting, well, like you go into your paint mode and when you got to light up the, the light bulbs and stuff, you hold R2 and it goes based on motion. And because... The the DualShock 4, best controller ever made, sucks for motion. So you keep having to, like, reset, like, your your uh, your axis, I guess, so that it knows what you're pointing at. And I could just use the right stick, but that feels weird. And then, like, you're, it just – and then running around and the camera and everything, it's just, like, it's really frustrating. And, yeah, it's an easy platinum, like, 8 to 10 hours. And I'm, like, four hours in, and I'm, like, oh, the out, the only reason I'm still playing this game is because I need to just – I need to take two nights and just say, okay, I'm just going to play this for a couple hours, a couple hours. I'm going to beat it, get the platinum, and then move on. Because I, when I first started it, I think the story intrigued me so much that I was, like, this this is a cool game. Maybe this would have made my top ten. It wouldn't have made my top ten. I, I like Dr. Mario World better than this game. Really? But – Maybe it'll turn around. Maybe the story will be so good. I do feel like I'm talking about Death Stranding now. Maybe the story will be so good that it overcomes the other stuff. But like right now, if I wasn't trying to get 18 Platinums this year, I'd be like, nah, man, I'm good. Yeah. So, But I'm going to make myself beat it. And then I do want to play Hellblade. And then I probably will play because we got a lot of time. I'm not buying any game, any new games unless Streets of Rage 4 is just like, it's out next week. Yeah. You know, but until Final Fantasy comes out. So I don't know. So I played Concrete Genie a little bit. But... Uh, I played a really difficult game on my travels. Um, maybe not as difficult as Bloodborne, but I think Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds is right up there. Um, it's not. But so I said I was going to 100% this game, and I did it. Nice. All the items. I even got so like neurotic about it that I made sure to go buy the two pieces of fruit that I never use, but they take up item slots in your, th like I wanted everything filled up. Yeah. So all the bottles, all, all the items, the, the two fruits, all the heart pieces, all the my mys that th this game is just, 
I think if I were to go back and redo my top 10, I think at this point I have to just say, I don't care if I have four Zelda games in my top 10. This game has to be in my top 10. Like I, all-time top 10? Yes. Like, I love it. I died one time. <laughs> I died one time in this game. And the only reason I died, it was, you know, the, the treacherous tower or whatever, where... Uh, uh, the Tower of Hera is in Hyrule. In Low Rule, you go up there. And oh, there's okay. like the vampire yeah, yeah. girl. You go like five stages, fifteen stages, fifty stages, and I blew through five and fifteen. So we, I forgot that you should kind of go slow the first times you beat them, because what you can go back and beat them again, and if you beat your time, you get extra rupees. But it ends up only just being a hundred, so who cares? Uh, but I blew through beginner and intermediate. Like pfft, this is nothing. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do advanced, whatever. I didn't have like. I think I had two fairies, and that was it, even though I had five bottles. I was like, whatever, this is easy. I don't care. It's a lot more difficult, um, but I got all the way to the final. I got all the way to the 50th stage, and it's, of all freaking people, Moldorm. <laughs> and he got me again. And he got, I got him down to, there was, I think he needed one more hit because he was like red and like steam coming out and everything. And he got me before I could get him. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. So I went back, bought a couple potions, got my fairy, and I... I did it fine the second time, but uh, that was frustrating because I would have had a perfect run if freaking Moldorm didn't get me. Yeah. Um, it's not better than A Link to the Past. It's not. But it is right up. It's it's really... Actually, what I probably should do is just swap out Zelda 1. Knock that out of the top 10 as much as that pains me and put this at... I think I had it like number 8, something like that. Like, I absolutely love this game. And... <clears throat> It's so weird. They give you stats at the end when you beat it, but all it says is rupees collected, times died. I had 27-something thousand rupees that I collected. My gosh. And one death. I was like, oh, that just, damn it. You got to do it again now. I know. No, no trust me. I know. Um, but I had so much fun. It's just, it's so good. I played with the 3D on for a lot of it because my eyes, I don't know if it's because I was just like bleh, on the flight over there um, just trying to stay awake, but I like the 3D. Oh, that was the other thing I wrote down here because I actually took some notes. The hardest part of getting to 100% was really one of the heart pieces you have to get. Well, there's like three or something that you have to do the the cuckoo game where you got to dodge them and you're in this little area and you got there flying. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah, you got to yeah. beat like the third level of that. It's only 30 seconds you have to last, but some of these cuckoos take up like half the screen and some yeah. are fast and some are slow. That was frustrating. There's another one that's something like that. I can't remember what it is. There's a couple like, oh, just give me a hundred rup, give me fifty rupees, and you can open three treasure chests or whatever. And one of these has a heart piece in it. I got lucky. I got it on the second try. But the one that was the most frustrating is, do you remember the baseball game in this? In low rule, if you go to where um, the clearing is in the forest, there's a baseball field there. You have to get to a hundred rupees. Uh, I. Yeah, oh, so I do remember that. Yeah, and I was almost like, I'm not going to 100% this game. I did this game. I did this for probably when I woke up after my nap before we all got together and went out to you know, dinner that first night. Probably 45 minutes to an hour, I'm sitting there playing baseball. It's frustrating because you have to pay 50 rupees to get it, but you keep whatever you get. And there was, a, there was one time I got to 99, and you have to get to 100, and then I whiffed on the last. I was like, you've got to be <laughs> kidding me. Because the way it works is you got hit. There's like... There's like uh, the Octorok is shooting at you. There's there's like a couple of close, um, what are they called, pots. And then there's like along the base pass. And then 
there's the ones that are up high, like on the home run fence, basically. And you can, you know, you tilt your stick to like hit it high. Yeah. And one will light up as gold. If you hit that, it's five. All the other ones are just one. But if you hit three pots in a row, the crow flies across. And that's the, the key. You just have to, you really don't even worry about getting, because I kept trying to get the gold ones that were five. And I would be like, Fing, nope, nope. And I'd be like missing it by one. Really, you just got to hit three in a row. Crow comes. That's what, If you hit him, you get 20 rupees. So yeah. you can just, if you just keep hitting them and you hit him when he comes across, you get it. And if I would have known that from the beginning, it wouldn't have taken as long. But, um, yeah, so I got it. But, but the thing I wrote down before I forget is the, nobody plays Zelda games for the stories. That's we all correct. know that. This might be the best story in a Zelda game. One of the other reasons I like it. Like, yeah. do you remember how everything goes with Hilda uh, and everything? For the most part, yeah. It's just like you understand the characters. You, you understand why she's doing what she's doing, even if she's going about it in a bad way. And the ending's great. I just, I love everything about this game. It's so good. I This is one of those games I will probably probably play through once every year until my 3DS dies. Yeah, I could see that. I just absolutely love it. I finally 100%ed it. I still have never 100%ed a link to the past. I should Now I need to work on that. I think I've only done that once. That's definitely more difficult. There's so many heart pieces and like there's some of the items are even optional. Like mm-hmm. the the, the ice wand is optional. One of the wands is, I the, think. I think. One of the, the canes ice. definitely the, the cape, is. The the red the cape is, the optional. Cape is optional. The You don't have to get all the medallions. You just have to get the one to you open only need, one of the entrances. Yeah, there may be two you have to get. Okay. But yeah, there's a lot of optional stuff in that game. Yeah. And a lot of it, at least in my mind, I could be wrong, a lot of it is in like Death Mountain, either in Light World or Dark World, and we have to go through all the caves, and it's like a maze. And Yeah. Yeah. But I also played one more game in my travels, and Sean said, you should put up or shut up, Mr. Hotshot. You think you've beaten the second quest of Zelda. Why don't you do it? And I said, okay. I didn't beat it. <laughs> But I've, I'm all the way up to the eighth dungeon. And really? holy mother of God, I don't think I ever beat this as a kid. I don't, yeah, I'm almost positive. I forget, did you say you have beaten it, you think, or no? I have, but okay. on an emulator with save states and looking at maps. I'm I'm going through it with a guide, which is funny after I just made my, you know, my let's play the first quest. This game is so incredibly difficult. It's, and yes. You can't get the white sword before it's the like first dungeon. It's like lost levels compared to Mario 1. Yeah. You can get one heart piece before you go to the first dungeon. You can do the money run and buy the blue ring, which I did, and a big shield and all that other stuff. And then you can, so that when you beat the first dungeon, then you've got your five hearts, you can get the white sword. That helps. But it didn't get incredibly difficult until, let me see here. Oh, yeah. The third dungeon doesn't have a boss. I do remember this. I definitely remember that as a kid that there's no boss. You just, there's a room with the Garayas and you beat them and I think you get the boomerang or something. Did I write it down? Oh, no, no, no. There's a, the, the mini boss fight is like the, the Garayas and stuff and when you beat them, a harp just goes, bing. I'm like, well, that's weird. Or no, there was Dodongos, but they're not in front of the Triforce. You beat the Dodongos, I think it was, then you get a heart piece. You go a couple more screens then you just walk into the Triforce room. I'm like, oh, weird. I don't even remember The that. fourth dungeon you think you've beaten it, you go to the Triforce, and you can just grab the Triforce. However, thank God I was playing with a guide because talk about obtuse. You have to go around the Triforce up to the top screen and walk through the wall to keep going to get the raft or whatever it was. 
Oh, there's geez. literally no way you could ever do that. You walk in the room, you see the Triforce. Obviously, well, I just get the Triforce. I beat the yeah. level. But then to get to the next dungeon, you have to have the raft. How do you get the raft? You got to walk around the Triforce. So if you don't get it, then you got to go back all the way. Is that the, the only item in that level? I think so. So at least you might know. Hey, I didn't get an item. But I would still think that's one thing I remember. Like from maybe the first dungeon, or at least the second one. There's already like invisible walls that you can walk through. I'm like, yeah. There's, there's these. We should not have these already in like the first or second dungeon. Or it's whatever. really the real difficult. With that fourth dungeon is when all of a sudden there's dark nuts everywhere. Yeah, cats as we call them yeah. as kids. But not only that. Do you remember red bubbles? Red bubbles. Not the blinking bubbles oh, that just yeah, make they you lose your sword damage. for a little bit. No, they don't do damage. It's way worse. If a red bubble hits you, you cannot use your sword. Period. I kept thinking I had done something wrong because I thought they were the normal. Like you have bubbles. to leave the room and come back, or you you have to find a blue bubble. And sometimes uh, they're in the room together, but there'll be like four reds and one blue. And of course, their movements there's you can't yeah. predict anything. I kept thinking my my I was like, oh my god, my virtual console games just screwed up. And I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. And then I googled it and I was like, oh, those are different than the blinky ones. The red ones they're horrible. So that sucked. There's there's dungeons where like you see a key and you don't even have to beat everybody to get to it, but it's across like a you know like the little red river or whatever, like the water. But you don't have a ladder yet, so you see this key. There's literally no way to get to it. They're just like hey hey can't get this. I'm like this. There's there's rooms where you walk into and it's like you can either give me a heart container or you can give me fifty rupees. So you better hope you got rupees, otherwise, especially in the second question, Jeez, you need every yeah, I heart forgot container about that. you get. Um, oh yeah, there was a lot of times where I would get to a part in the level. Get the item, be like, oh, thank God. I would just let them kill me. I'd go out of the dungeon. I'd go make, I didn't want to waste a potion. So I was like, you killed me? Fine. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go over to Fairy Fountain, make my way back, and go back through the level. Just because I was like, yeah, the way. And I'm doing save states like crazy. I will The say way that. you're explaining it and the way I remember it, it almost plays like it's a ROM hack or something. Like it doesn't yeah, seem like. It's like Kaizo like... Link. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I've made it all the way to the 8th dungeon. Um, I want to beat it because now I am convinced there's there's no way I, that I beat this as a kid. Yeah. I don't know how you... It's like you said, Zelda 2. I don't know how you beat these games without save states and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's impossible. I mean, if you ask me, it's impossible. So, yeah. It's, it's fun, but it's also... It's kind of like Bloodborne, honestly. It's like <laughs> it's so freaking difficult. But it's not even difficult. It's like... It's kind of like Streets of Rage 3 difficult. We're going to make this... Just, yeah, as, they go out of their way. Yes. Yeah. And there's so many times where you're in rooms where you... Remember how, uh, like, the blocks would be like this. they go like this, 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 this. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, the diagonal. Normally, when you see those rooms, it's it's enemies that are like the either the uh, the mummies, I forget what they're called, or like the, the gel things or some Enemies that you can kill that aren't just, like, so impossible... They put like five blue dark nuts in these rooms. And think about that when you have only like yeah. the dark nut can just go this. So by the time you can hit him, he's already facing you. So you hit it's it's excuse me. It's maddening how difficult it is, but I'm glad I'm playing through it. I will beat it, um, but I would not recommend the second quest to anybody unless you just you just freaking love Zelda one. And even then you have got to play it with a guide. I'm not ashamed at all saying I'm doing that and I'm doing save states like crazy. I, I, that's the only way. So that's what we've been playing. Wow. 
An hour and 10 minutes. <laughs> All right. Let's fly through the news of the week. What do you think, Sean? That's uh, probably a good idea. So Horizon Zero Dawn looks like it's coming to PC this year. Uh, I'm not going to read the article because there's no point. But basically, this is coming from Schreier. So if Schreier reports on something, it means it's happening. I think the rumor is April. And some people are, like, really pissed. And I kind of get it if you're a Sony fan. Like, this isn't like Death Stranding coming to PC. This is a first-party, Sony-published, owned game coming to PC. It's weird. But then you also got to think, like, like Horizon's on the Decima engine. Death Stranding's on the Decima engine. So that way it kind of makes sense that they're both going to PC. Um. But again, it's a great game that people should play. And I just, I do wonder what this means for the future. Like, we already know MLB The Show is going multi-platform. Death Stranding is a second-party game. It's coming to PC. Now you've got a Sony game coming to PC. Like, what does that mean for the future? I don't know. But I mean, what I hope is that if this is coming to PC, that it means we are getting Horizon 2 at launch this fall. Like... Let's let even more it people be, play yeah. this. So then we'll put out Horizon 2. It will be a PS5 exclusive. You won't be able to play it on PC and get more people hyped for it. Sean, does this piss you off at all or do you like it or nothing or what? Uh, it does. I mean, it, it does nothing for me, I guess. I mean, I, it doesn't bother me. I, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> Next up. <clears throat> Resident Evil 8. E8. I don't know why I said that. So Nibel tweeted this. Uh, it looks like we've got our first details about Resident Evil 8 or whatever they end up calling it. I assume it will be 8. Ethan will be returning as a protagonist. Oh, okay. It will be first person. Good. I was kind of like... I, I hope figured they, they would it. because they do tend to do them in trilogies, Trilogy. so it'd be weird to change it now, but I'm glad. Zombies are coming back. Not the goo things. Oh, God. This is going to be good. Yeah. Also, there will be a new enemy type. Uh, Werewolves. Oh, God. It's like Bloodborne. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There will also be a new enemy type type Type. called Stalkers. I don't like that already. I don't like that at all. And Chris Redfield will be coming back. In some form, but he will not be the playable character, at least not the that's, main character. Yeah, and that's probably for the best. So I'm excited. I still, I still think. Oh, this is a great meme that Rasan just sent me. Um, I still think we're gonna get. <laughs> so Resident Evil Three is coming out in April. I'm starting to think now. I do think we get Resident Evil Eight next year. Because Resident Evil 7 was, wow, that was 17, right? So that would be four years. Obviously, they worked on Resident Evil 2 and 3, but Capcom is huge. So they've got enough people that they can put them on different teams and everything. You think it's when? January 21. Or maybe April, like 3 is, but I think we get it next year yeah. on PS5 no, and right. Series X. And then the year after, Resident Evil 4 make I'm still not so. I mean, I would love it. I don't know. I that, just don't think. I don't know can, that game needs a remake. It does. It controls like crap. Well, 
Yeah. I'm, well, yeah, I guess I wouldn't say it doesn't need it, but it doesn't need it. It doesn't like need it as other much as two did. and three did. Correct. That is correct. But I'm hyped for it. I hope uh, I hope it's coming. It's got to be coming. I just hope we also get nine. I hope they don't just go all in on the remakes that they forget about this trilogy that started off so cool. Well, this hopeful trilogy that started off so awesome. Yeah. MPD results and sales results are in for December and the decade. A little bit of notes here and stuff. Guess what the number one selling game of December 2019 was? <laughs> uh, Call of Duty. Yeah, it's correct. Number two, Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order has also now sold 8 million. It has blown EA's expectations out of the water. They think it will get up to 10 million sold. That's awesome. This is fantastic news. Now, make the second game a lot better. No, if you liked it, it's fine. I don't judge you. I think it was Appleton. We hope that we don't judge him. Uh, number three was Madden 4, NBA 2K20. Number five, Luigi's Mansion 3. Pokemon Sword at six. Mario Kart 8 at seven. Smash Ultimate at eight. Pokemon Shield at nine. That's a lot of Nintendo games there, by the way. Mm. And number 10, freaking Minecraft. Thanks, YouTube. <laughs> MLB The Show, the ninth. MLB The Show 19 is now the best-selling baseball game of all time. Really? Yep. More than World Series 98. 98. <laughs> yep. Uh, guess what the best-selling console of this past decade was? PS4. That would be correct. <laughs> that would be, that that would be, be correct. correct. The Switch has now sold over 52 million units. 52, mm, yes. What? The Switch has now sold over 52 million units. Really? Oh, I thought you were like, I thought I said something weird. I no. thought you did too, but I'm like. No. 52 million. They've now already outsold the X-Bone. That's crazy. No, it's even crazier. In six weeks, Pokemon Sword and Shield combined to sell 16 million copies. One of every three Switches essentially is playing this. That would be the same thing as if God of War sold 35 million copies. Can you imagine if like, or Gears 5, or Horizon, or Halo 5 sold 35, well, I mean those, never mind. Xbox doesn't have that many units, but you know what I mean. Like, Or Uncharted 4, 35 million units. No way! That's crazy. 16 million. This is going to... Oh, my God. And that's why the Switch has now sold so many is because of that. Uh, Nintendo also did say there will be no new Switch coming, new Switch model coming in 2020. They're like, no, y'all y'all do the new systems. I'm sure they'll come out with a Switch Pro next year would be my guess. But they're going to get out of the way of the, the next-gen hardware. That makes sense. And the last item here, Half-Life Alex is basically done, says Valve. There will be no delays. They're going to hit their date, even though they don't have a date. They've just said March. They're going to hit March. Um, they're basically just fine-tuning it and doing bug fixing and all that fun stuff now. So, cool. I can't play it, though. Uh, also, all Half-Life games right now are free on Steam until April 1st. That's cool. Get people hyped. I mean, I've, they've made all the, their money off those old games. They oh, might yeah. as well. And now the wrap-up. Uh, Wonderful 101 Kickstarter launched today, and Platinum Games says it's one of four projects they're currently working on. I don't even know what the Wonderful 101 is. I know people are hyped through the roof. Yeah, I don't know anything it's about Platinum this. It's Platinum Games, so I'm guessing it's a Platinum game. But yeah. Uh, Sega announced the Sonic... No, I'm not talking to you. Sega announced the Sonic 2020 initiative, where they will be dropping Sonic news on the 20th of every month in 2020. What came out in January? That they will be doing this. <laughs> Which I think is kind of a cheat. Stop it. I'm not talking to you. 
But yeah, so we're going to get Sonic, for all you haters out there, we're going to get Sonic news on the 20th of every month. I got to think they're leading up to a new game announcement. Sonic Mania 2? I would, oh my God, I would love it. I, I don't want a 3D Sonic. I don't. Just go no, back. Son- keep it 2D. Yeah. It was perfect. Now, I mean, what I wouldn't mind a new Super Mario mm. type of Sonic platformer, you know, like, but yeah, keep it 2D. Like a reimagining of 2D Sonic. Yeah, yeah. But keep it 2D Sonic. Mario, what do you want? I don't care about Grand Theft Auto. San Andreas. Got some more delays for you if you didn't know this. Obviously, I mean, you guys probably all know this stuff, but we've been gone for a few weeks. Cyberpunk was delayed to September 17th. It got scared of Final Fantasy VII. Understandable. And Resident Evil 3. Iron Man VR was delayed to May 15th, which is the date that's funny that uh, the Avengers used to have before they moved to September. Really? Yeah. So it's just weird. Dying Light 2 was delayed out of spring 2020, and it no longer has a release date, but they say it's still coming. I don't know that I believe that. The Outer Worlds, not The Outer Wilds, is coming to Switch on March 6th. Games with Gold were announced, and they suck. <laughs> the X-Bone is getting TT Isle of Man. If I told you a game was called TT Isle of Man, what would you guess it is? Motorcycle racing. No, you're so stupid. <laughs> Does that sound like a motorcycle racing game? And no. when I saw that, I was like, what? And I saw like the box art for a motorcycle game. I was like, Isle of Man. How is that? a? This sounds like a survival game or something. And Call of Cthulhu. How do you say that? I think it's Cthulhu. Cthulhu? Cthulhu? Cthulhu. Xbox 360 backwards compatible on the bone is getting Fable Heroes and Star Wars Battlefront, the first one. And I don't mean the 2015. I mean like 2004 or whatever it was. 2004. PS Plus wins the month easily by giving for free the Bioshock collection or Bioshock the collect, whatever it is. Sims 4 and also Firewall Zero Hour. You should at least download this so you have it. What is it? VR game that people love. Really? Yeah. Shooter kind of a game. I don't know that much about it, but it's supposed to be really good. Hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of... I'm kind of sort of interested in this. Like, I haven't played it since the original yeah, one. Just to but it seems around. like it could be fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that I'm definitely ever... interested in Bioshock. Mm-hmm. If only to play the first one. I'll play the first one, and if it's as good as everybody says it is, I mean, I've definitely missed out on this game. If it's as good as I'm hoping it will be, then maybe I'll continue on. But I'd like to play through the first one for sure. I got to play it. I, I've just heard so, even though I know the twist. Do you know the twist? I don't, I mean, basically, yeah. I don't know how it all fits into the context of everything, but I know the general. You know the saying and all that, yeah. And that's it, because we've been going long enough. I don't have a did you know anyways. That's it for episode 167. Thank you guys for hanging in with us and coming back to see us or listen to us this week. Sean's trying to type something. He thinks I won't see him do it. No, it's just scrolling. Okay. Uh, Obviously, you know, you can find us at nerd901.com where they're uniting nerds across the Mid-South and the multiverse. The Grizzlies won. Awesome. Uh, also, check out youtube.com slash the blurred without fear. No, slash blurred without fear. Sorry. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Kevin White24. He's at Real Sean White. Together, we're at two player underscore co op. Patreon, Twitch, youtube.com. You know all that stuff. Just go ahead and do it. Um, we have been putting stuff up on Facebook again. I forgot to do it last week because I was out of the country and out of my mind. But yeah. Um, if you do like audio, go to Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and other audio services around the multiverse and give us a five star review. Thank you guys so much for being here. Um, We missed y'all. I miss hanging out with this dude. Uh, We're going to go record another episode now. 
We've got our Patreon exclusive we're going to do right now coming out hopefully this Friday. Uh, we're going to do our games of the year ranking for the decade. That's the best way I can say it. Does, did yeah, I say it so right? So not our top 10 of the decade. Correct. Ranking, ranking our games of each of our games of the year for the decade. Yeah. Ranking those. Yeah. So it is kind of hard to explain. It's, not, it's a simple concept, but it's kind of hard to explain. Ranking our games of the year from the decade. I'm trying to figure out what the hell I'm going to call the episode. Our top 10 g- games of the year. It years. should be Got Goaty. Game of the game of the years. Game of the game of the years. Go to patreon.com slash two player co-op and see what I end up calling it. Got goody. (laughs) But until that time, Sean, couldn't take us out. Thank you for playing.